Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 362, for Wednesday, July 27th, 2016. This is the BGG Page Views Edition. Yes, that's right. I don't know whether it was the complaints that we all made or whether it was whatever it was. But within just a couple of days of the change they had made on Tuesday morning, uh, they changed back to the more precise page view totals, which has allowed me to continue doing this list. So for all of you who took the time to send some feedback, thank you. Getting into this week's list, it's largely a reversal of last week's trend of decline, at the top anyway, because 12 of the top 13 games had gains over last week. But only 23 of the top 40 did. So there in the lower, so the mid-tier, a lot of games had declines. And so what that means is that only 23 games cracked the 10,000 mark, which is the fewest to have done so since May 11th. Although I expect Gen Con to have something to say about that here very shortly. For the third week in a row at number 10, it is Twilight Struggle by Ananda Gupta and Jason Matthews, published by GMT Games with 15,222, a nice 11% bump to enable it to hold on by its fingertips to that number 10 position. The only game to decline in view totals in the top 13, sliding three spots to number 9, is Blood Rage by Eric M. Lang, published by Guillotine Games and Cool Mini or Not, with 15,541. Only 319 more than Twilight Struggle, but it's only a decline of about 900 views, about 5.5%. So it wasn't even uh, an enormous decline. First of our three new entries, a debut at number 8 is Near and Far, by Ryan Lockett, published by Red Raven Games, with 17,888. This is the sequel to Above and Below, which was released in 2015 after a Kickstarter campaign and is currently ranked in the top 200 on BoardGameGeek. Near and Far has started its own Kickstarter campaign with a $15,000 goal. $310,000 has been pledged so far. Sliding back two spots to number seven is Pandemic Legacy by Matt Leacock and Rob Davio, published by Z-Man Games with 19,015 views, about 1,100 more than near and far. That's a gain of almost 9%, and yet it lost two positions. Climbing two positions to number six, Codenames by Vlada Kvadl, published by Czech Games Edition with 19,000 801, another boost of 26%, or 4,000 more views than last week, as it really gets the full effect of its Spiel des Jahres victory. Sliding back one spot to number 5 is Star Wars Rebellion by Cory Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 20,023 views, an 11% gain over last week, and only 100, no, 222 more than code names. Our second new entry at number four is Isle of Sky, and Sky here has an E on the end, S K Y E, 
by Alexander Feaster and Andreas Pelikan, published by Mayfair Games, with 21,365. This is the game that won the Kenner Spiel des Jahres. Its subtitle is From Chieftain to King. Our highest new entry, at number 3, returning after 23 weeks away, Pandemic Reign of Cthulhu, by Matt Leacock and Chuck D. Yeager, published by Z-Man Games, with 29,638 views. That is the 49th different game to have 25,000 views or more. And the last time Pandemic Reign of Cthulhu was on, was it was number one. This was back in early February of 2016. This time it is on in advance of its upcoming release. I believe this is an Essen release, and it was the subject of a BGG contest. No, I'm, my mistake, it is a Gen Con release. So we should see this one might stick around here for a few weeks. Holding steady at number two for the second week in a row is Cry Havoc by Grant Rodiek, Mikhail Orach, and Mikhail Walshak, published by Portal Games, with 38,150 views, a big gain of 51%, or almost 13,000 views over last week, and it comes in way up at number 31 on the list of most page views in a week ever. And yet, it still did not come close to the number one game. You know, I was figuring... You'll remember, you remember last week, well, it's Scythe. That's number one. So last week, it lost just a little bit of ground. It had the most views ever two weeks ago. It lost only about 2,600, 2,700 last week. And so I thought, usually what we see with this is we see a huge peak and then a slow decline. Uh, it's a steady decline. It's not always very slow. Sometimes as much as 10 or 15 or 20% loss from one week to the next. And so when we see a two-week uh, sort of plateau, usually what that means is that the uh, the peak was not captured within one calendar week, or I guess not calendar week that I'm doing these, this data. It's within the week of data that I capture. It means that I go and take the views on Tuesday. So maybe its peak views were in the early part of the week, say Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So those peak days were spread across two weeks. That's usually what that means. And so the fact that it dropped back about 4% last week, I would have guessed that it would have fallen back another, say, 10 or 15% would have been back in the mid-50s, uh, mid-50,000 range for page views this week. But that's not what happened. At number one, for the fourth consecutive week and the seventh week overall, it is Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier and Alan Stone, published by Stonemeyer Games. And its page view total is 67,810. That means it went back up from last week's total, gained over 2,000 views, or 3.2%, to reset the mark for the second most page views in a week ever. And it only missed eclipsing its own total set two weeks ago by a mere 572 views. This is truly unprecedented. I think in the history of this list, and based on the data that I've got compared to the what I saw 
when I first started doing this almost four years ago, I believe that the total number of views is up across the site. And so I believe that the totals we are seeing now were never seen before on Board Game Geek because there wasn't nearly as much traffic. So truly, I do believe I can say in an unqualified way, Scythe is having an unprecedented run of popularity on Board Game Geek. This is three weeks in a row that it has had 65,000 or more when no other game has ever had more than about 63,000. And those were just one-week peaks. What's it going to do next week? I don't know. It is the seventh time, a seventh different game to have seven weeks at the top. And again, I think we can be pretty sure it's going to have eight. But what, how is it going to perform? Let's find out next week. This one is for Wednesday, July 27th, 2016.